What's good, everybody? It's Graham, and as you get in your car, fire up your Outlook calendar, pour the first cup of brew, or whatever you do when you listen to this podcast, that is tough to say. I, I'm on vacation. Fun fact, this is about to be the longest stretch I've ever took off in my early career, and I haven't taken a damn day since February. I'm back home today, but I head down to Key West tomorrow. That is heavily chronicled on this podcast, and I'm heading down there with the boys. I'm really not sure what it'll look like from a content perspective. That is to say, you will definitely get an in-person episode with Barry and I for Memorial Day, but as far as stuff on social, I don't really know. To be determined, maybe I'm in the moment, maybe I feel myself. I would lean towards feeling myself and putting things on the feed, but again, TBD. I got something a little different for you today, though. We had our friend David Brassiano for a full episode and a segment at the end titled The Keys, Storylines to Watch. Y'all may know Dave. Dave's made a couple of cameos once or twice before, but he's one of our best friends and always a great addition to TTS. In fact, the original model of TTS was formed with him in mind. We thought it was going to be a trio. If anything, I'd highly recommend checking out the Keys segment at the end. Will Justin overdose on Dramamine? Will Reed cook obscure meats on a public grill? And how will Delton fare as El Capitan? That and a whole lot more, again, towards the end. But if you like those segments up front, we got the normal ones for you. We got lessons learned, highs and lows, the open floor, you name it. We got it, plus another. All next, but first, bring in that Calvin original. It's just tough to say. Come one, come all. It's tough to say, y'all. This is Grandmo. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host. B. McD, back on the mic for just another edition. Audience, hello. It's your favorite co-host here, but there's an extra co-host. Correct me if I'm wrong, Graham. Yes, I do hear some type of heavy breathing, Mm. maybe something gamer-oriented. He can smell your fear, but I'm looking at the one and only... That's the lob. That's the lob. Throw it down. Oh, D Brock the Nine got in here too. Dipping the toes. Nailed it. Wow. wow. He really did nail it. And I was kind of hoping have, you'd I'd hope I was hoping you would do the uh the nine god, but hey. For another time. Well, he's just getting his feet wet, yeah. you know? He's got to warm up. He's getting a couple layups in. He'll do the reverse slams in a little bit, but we've got a nice show for you. It's something a little different. We're actually not going to do a guest because we instead brought our father, David, to the table. And uh, we do appreciate you filling in because we were in dire need. But it ended up being a nice little content creation moment opportunity. I have a couple things out the gate. Barry, I'll throw this your way and then we can get this shit on the road. Okay. First and foremost, last episode, the Jay Gray episode, that was episode 40. People forget we've been doing this for only... Nine months now, I believe, coming up on ten. Um, Graham, a quick way to get David involved on this: Who's the greatest number forty football player of all time, David? Mike Allstott, and I don't think there's really a question on that. And it's the A train. Mike Allstott, uh, two months into his career, reached ten thousand downloads as a tough to say podcast. That's a fun fact. Back in the early nineties, and it's that's actually a over, light, often overlooked. Cold hard fact, yeah, that's yeah. Cold like cold heart, <laughs> yeah. and. Because this is episode 41, I'll give you the number 41 that's the best Please. number 41 in the NFL. Yep. I think that would also be a fullback, Lorenzo Neal. 
ah, yes. Well, you know, you know, honestly, what we lack is the knowledge to be able to throw these references yes. out because yes. what we often do is we have kind of lofty references, which we eventually come around to. But my man's right out the gate has already gone two for two. Graham, he's our he's our Jake. He's our Jake. Yeah, he, he really is. He really is. Now that's not to diminish your reputation because you are the one nine of the same. Yeah. But nevertheless, I have a couple of things for you, Barry. Please. Ten thousand. You can call me ten K today. Look, ten K is a number, right? Simply a number. And it's not one that we often track. Now, to quote the late great J. Cole, who is formerly a rapper, but now an overseas sensation, because all the fucking ESPN highlights that I get of him scoring three points and having two assists, Mm -hmm. um, 10K is a number that I didn't think we'd reach, and I will drop this in the chat from the climb back. It's, are you doing this work to facilitate growth or to become famous? And let me tell you. I think David might have something to say about this because truthfully, I think we're just here for the growth, my friends. And so, you know, I I know this question was directed towards Barry, but that is one of my favorite in, um, J. Cole's really good at those at the, at the kind of where he he makes you step back and think and really question, you know, what meaning is behind something you do. And, uh, that's one of the ones where it's like, wow, I probably do a lot of things because I'm vain. But like that's, it's I enjoy that type of critical thinking. It's a good question. Well, and that's why we brought him on for the show right there, folks. I can't even say it any better than that. This album I'm enjoying. Shout out to J Cole. I actually he was on a podcast with Kevin Durant. Had no idea Kevin Durant had a podcast. He does Media Mob. Yeah, um, pretty cool. Listened to about 15 minutes. Shout out J Cole. Anyways. We're going to keep on going. We're coming up on the year mark in August. But as you know, we will be focusing strictly on the OGs through the months of June, July, and August, the summer. The white boy summer, of course, although we don't discriminate. Got a couple lessons learned here for you. Let's move into that segment, and then we'll mosey on our way through each segment. Wait, we got wait, highs can and I, lows. Can I do a 10K shout-out? Oh, yeah. Go ahead, brother. I got a shout-out, DevRab. I mean, my guy... Showing us so much love for that 10K. Because the audience out there, it kind of snuck up on Graham and I. I mean, we knew we were approaching that, that benchmark for a while. But to see the Gmail email come through saying, congrats, boys. You're at 10K. And we got some fan love. We got some OG uh, guest love. And it's, it is a cool achievement. It, it is pretty neat to, to see that number come through. I have a little question for you guys. Oh, um, please, yeah. So, reaching 10K, shouting out your fans, who would you say is probably your strongest individual fan? Who shows the most love? If you had to single it out to one person. So, I would say DevRab, but he's a guest. And I have to say, the number one fan, OG fan, who's like very strictly a fan contributor, is Lorenzo. Lorenzo is also the OG. He reaches out all the time. He engages with the content. He's contributed a couple articles. Honestly, it took me about a millisecond to think of him because he's he's constantly providing feedback in a positive feedback loop for everything that we do, really, for pods, articles, posts, you name it. The guy's all over it. Am I wrong? No, you're, you're pretty spot on there. But now that he has his shout-out, you can definitely shout-out Billy Phillips week in, week out, Groot and Grinder. Oh. Um, shout-out Billy Phillips every week, you should. Yeah, and your parents – Got to show them love because they rep it. Too. That's true. 
my brother as well. Yeah, it's Chad. Chad. But and not including friends and family. Like Lorenzo is a friend now, but he began as someone I did not know. Correct. And they think that that is the real Who hallmark. just graduated from LSU. All love. Oh, damn. Congrats. I didn't even know. Yeah. No, that's not true. I don't think that's true. Yeah. I think Loren- Loren- Lorenzo? Yeah. That's Victor. Oh, Victor. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I know the Shout fan base. Victor. And you say, hey, I got the fans back, but here I am. I actually, well, Matt Rodriguez, I actually know this community. Matt Rodriguez scrubbed that out. Yeah, yeah. Matt, leave that one in. That's a point to Graham. Okay. Yeah, keep track. I've got my pen out. I'm not using it, but I have it. And uh, It's all keep, up here. Keep some notes. I, he's got it. He's got it. I got a couple lessons learned. Actually, I got one, and then we can move our way through these segments until we reach the end. In the end, we got a nice little surprise. It's going to be a nice little little interlude for the keys. But, Barry, why don't you start us off? I'll collect my thoughts here. I got a good one for you, but I'd like to hear yours first. And, David, please chime in. You know, chime in. Sure. Yes, lessons learned. <clears throat> um, so we're doing this. It's a short week. It's like we're playing on a Thursday night game. So we don't have a true week of uh, lessons to talk about. But first and foremost, you got to – I really understood uh, COVID a little more. I've, after seeing my mom kind of battle this thing, I got a better sense of this whole pandemic. It got it got really kind of scary there. And you notice the as older – someone gets older, it hits them a little harder. And – my biggest lessons learned was, was the importance of, of everyone just doing what they think they need to do to stay healthy. And I just appreciated health, I think, on a whole new level as my mom is now coming back um, from, the, from the virus, from the issues. And um, it was just a big, I think, kind of learning on my end of just maybe appreciating precautions that people take. I learned, I think, to just appreciate and not cast judgment one way or another. It's true, bro. It's true. And every it manifests itself in different geographical locations. You've got yeah. Florida is, is another beast, and I think New York does things maybe even a little too seriously. Um, so there's a happy medium that nobody found. Correct. And we won't because we're now on the other end of it. And we can always look back and say, well, shit, we really didn't do a very good job, but yeah. hopefully we learn for the future. Dave, you got a lesson for me, brother, before I lay down some tracks? I would like to hear you lay it down. Well, here you go. So... I haven't, I haven't taken any time. That means time away from work. I have not registered a day of PTO. That's paid time off for those out there listening who are unaware. Since I moved to New York, and that happened to be February. So I've been going now for a couple months, and it dawned on me the other day as we are approaching the Keys, and one of my first real big boy vacations if I'm scrubbing out the ones I've done in the past with my ex-girlfriend, because those, I feel like I was still a boy and I was just kind of along for the journey. But as I'm coming out from the end of this month and I'll touch on this more in the monthly review for sure, but you know, setting presence as my, my hopeful North star really did not do anything. Um, I, I failed this month. I definitely was unable to focus on the moments. And what I learned was that I, I often put a lot of stress on myself, and I don't think that's healthy. I actually think the feeling that you're not doing enough when, in fact, you are doing everything that you possibly can uh, 
is something that you have to overcome. And this is me speaking in the third person, of course, but as a way to relate this back to the audience, I mean, dude, all I can say is we are our own individuals. We can't spread ourselves out. We can't clone yet until LeBron does it for the NBA Finals 2040. But I'm learning to to come to grips with what it may look like in the future when I have to come to grips with some realities of the situation. Like, I can't be in a meeting and simultaneously write three articles at the same time. I cannot record during the day because I need to focus on this. I have to got, I've got to separate work, pod, balance, life. Body, and get that body. That's honestly the only thing that's been constant because that's at least one thing that I can control where everything else is is kind of structured around time. Whereas I can kind of just go and lift on my roof whenever it's, it doesn't feel like real life, but it's a learning process, but that's why we're here. We're here to grow. We're here to learn from each other. That's kind of the moniker of the show. And with that, I have a couple of highs and lows before we move into some oh, final thoughts. So quick to rush. Jumping in. Segment, jumping in. Yeah. You, what do you, okay. Well, what do you want? Pastrami oh, Johnny. Nice. What the hell? Oh, okay. You know who you're talking to. I pull my fucking heart out for Andrew Giuliani and here's what I get. Hey, so, he's, he has no chance, but hey. A lesson learned from this week of mine. Number two, of course, is just how hard it is to plan a trip. We are in yes. the week lead up on, into Keys Volume 3, meaning we are seasoned vets. We know what we're doing on the islands. We also know how to get to the islands, sort of, kind of, assuming we can get there. Yeah. Give or and, take. You know, it kind of hit me. It hit me the week prior, but this week it's really ramped up into being like, okay, I need clothes. I need supplies. I need to plan how I'm getting there and what I'm. It's just a lot that goes into it. Suitcases down to the toiletries, all that stuff. And what I learned is when, when you're not just in college only thinking about alcohol and you're an adult and you have a real life to kind of still juggle and emails to answer and podcasts to record, trips are a bigger deal. And <laughs> logistics, are, they're all on you. You don't have parents. You don't have a, a camp counselors to really – navigate you through these waters and it, it has been fun i've talked to my buddy lee delton gunn probably a hundred times in five days and it's it's an enjoyable process i am i am a master of logistics um but man it's tough yeah planning planning isn't easy um especially because when it comes down to it the closer and closer you get you start thinking of the little things in the day-to-day like what you're going to do on that individual day and you're like shit we're going to be on the boat for that's right probably 30 hours plus totally more i'll take you over yeah probably and i need to protect my skin that's right like i i need to have long sleeves there there's just a lot of things that's going to go into this and i like today i went to Publix and i was like wow i should probably get these mini shampoos and mini yeah. body washes because I don't know what this hotel is going to provide. Well, his, historically, audience, David uh, DV the Nine God normally brings a dark blue Ziploc with conditioner, shampoo, and body wash. That has been his motto since our eighth grade Washington, D.C. trip. He is the face wash, too. He is face the lord too. of the bathroom. He, uh, my man is supplied down to the socks. So I'm Damn, interested. Can... To, it kind of hits my heart right there, man, that you're going down to the little shooters. 
Well, I know. I, if if I got to put on for the team, all you guys got to say is put on, and I'll bring the big stuff. That's right. Bring the heavy guns, but uh, just let me know. That's goes back to planning, man. Yep. It, it becomes especially difficult when you're not the only person, when you have to consider other aspects, like, for instance, getting everything together, even for just getting there on Monday for going up to Tampa. Yep. like. It's just a lot of things. Maybe we, things. Graham, maybe just for the purpose, because this trip means so much to us, we should definitely walk the audience through our logistics for no other reason than to just let everyone know where we'll be at all oh, times. We're, we're, no, we, we, will, we will get there, brother. Okay. We will okay. get there. I've got this registered for the end of this pod because so I, I think that the voyage itself, because it is a voyage. Um, yeah. Obviously, some are traveling. Most are traveling. Yeah, yeah it ain't a voyage for by, you, big By dog. vessel. Oh, let me explain. Well, you talk about this preparation element and how logistically it is a nightmare to plan to prepare fits. I've been Which basically is huge. sleepless. I'm looking right now at an entire armory of fits, and I don't really know which I want to. I don't know because I know. I'm going to be in t- anyway. Well, wanna, also part of it we have to factor in. Sorry, dude. No, no, off. dude. Hey, you never cut me off, dude. You go right ahead. Slay. Part of it we have to factor in is. You know, you want to wear pants, but you're in the keys. That's right. It's yes. going to be muggy. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. oh, oh. <laughs> it's going to be so umpy. So, it's going to so be a swamp. I, I have, Can we bring more shorts? I, sophomore year of college, I swore off shorts to the bar. But when I'm south, an exception? when I'm, yes, when I'm on an island, I can do the shorts and I will be then sticking bring, to shorts. At this point, you might as well wear open-toed sandals too you know if you're gonna bring out the no, shorts Let, no, let's do in. yeah no no let's do let's do let's do khaki and tevas everywhere we go everywhere that'll be that'll be our thing but i want to talk a little bit about what it's like to plan a trip and i'll do it briefly but in the adult real world because not only are you planning these things logistically but if you are a working man or a working woman you have to clear these things with Big Brother, a.k.a. your company, you can't just leave. I can't, I can't just say, hey, I'm going to bounce. I'll see you in a week. Like What I'm learning now, because I, I have never gone on vacation for this duration of time. I've I've only took like a two-day Thursday, Friday leading into the weekend, and that that's very manageable. This is like there will be a void. And given the way that my team is structured, it's really just me and another person. So my absence will be felt. So not only have I had to plan this in advance, like, I mean, we did plan it like two or three months in advance, but now, and truth be told, I really haven't started this process. I think I'm going to start doing this tomorrow and Friday specifically, but you have to create a contingency plan for the people that you work with so that they understand all the things that you manage. Because now I'm in a point in my career where I have projects and clients that are intrinsically my own. Oh, so I, slight I, flex, my man. I do. So I have to say like, hey, on this day, you need to reach out to this person to get X and Y so that we can move Z along. And without that knowledge, they have no clue what to do. And I don't blame them yeah. because and I've been doing my own thing. Frankly, it's not their responsibility either. No. So, so do you feel like it is your entire responsibility to have all those chickens in order before you leave and furthermore will you have all those chickens in order before you leave interesting selection with chicken interesting yes selection. and and 
let that, what a great transition into the highs and lows because my low to start out is the work week leading up to a vacation, having to plan these things. I have to prepare documents for people to look at and reference as we go along in the week that I am not there. And the level of effort that I've been putting in is very minimal. And I'm trying to change that before I leave because it's, it's kind of like walking into school, knowing that you got a class field trip (laughs) and you got to go through the first two periods of school. You got to go through physics and math before you go to Bush gardens and you're not able to do. You're not able to focus. Mm-hmm. I can't do yeah, algorithms. Right. I can't play with beat. That's what you do in physics, right? I'm an idiot. I don't mean the beakers. Yeah, you you got beakers in physics, right? This guy, he's the degree in biology guy. But you, you just don't. You can't. You can't focus. You cannot focus whatsoever. Not even one iota of of your mind is dedicated to what you're doing. And and I'm having a hard time with that right now. I just want to be there. I don't want to have to deal with this shit. Like I wish they could just figure it out, but. You're right. It's not their responsibility. It's mine. And I got to be a big boy. So my low, first low, unfortunately, there are more lows than highs as of right now. Might come up with some other highs, but who knows? My first low. You can't have more lows than highs. True. That is my code. Sad sad boy. Okay. So first low is the costs that are being incurred because of inflation. The added costs. Went to the pump today. Normally, I can put about 20 bucks in and... I see a substantial move from that E to that F, and we all know what I'm talking about with the tank. And it's expensive out there, folks. Those type of things, you go to Publix these days, it's it's pricier. And, and that means if you're uh, maybe on a bank account that hasn't been replenished in a while, ooh, lordy, you just feel a little more stress. Um, and I remember driving away out of the Wawa. I love my Wawa. Just being like, damn, that, that did not cost that much uh, a year ago. So it's, you know, leaving other comments that I could make outside, it was just a significant kind of low saying, wow, you know, it'd be one thing to see prices decrease and perhaps that wouldn't be a considered a high. But because they go up and it affects you in a much different way, I think it wears on you a little more perhaps with stress um, than if it was the reverse. Interesting point. Does that mean you have one too, David? Well, I have a low, but I, I think that was interesting to say that, um, you know, if if the gas prices were Build low it. in the same fashion that they were high, you, you wouldn't even think twice about it. He's, but, build, he's building. He's building on the point. <laughs> but that, that's, that is just interesting. That's just kind of, you know, sometimes we don't show, show gratitude towards those things. Yeah. Um, Go ahead, David. In terms of my low... So this last week, um, one of my buddies had to put his dog down, um, John Dowling, you know, OG, best He's friend. coming on the OG series. Yeah, he'll and be there. As he should, had to put down his also OG pup, Kiwi, Yes, who, you know, was around our lives since we all knew each other, which is the fifth grade, sixth grade. Kiwi was a legend to us. And then I saw today my other buddy, Tyler Garris from high school, had to put down his pup. Scooter. Scooter, who is Scooter Garris is, you know, also a legend. You would you would see him. Graham, you would see Scooter Garris, his golden retriever. I think a golden lab. Golden yeah. Lab. It, Brown lab. Yeah. It, on like Yellow an lab. on like an old the first, so George H. Bush 
like political ad. Like it is an absolute OG Americana dog. This thing, beautiful dog. And yeah, Scooter was just a happy dog. Same with Kiwi, happy dogs. And, you know, they, they got old, they had to be put down. And it brings me back to my dog, Tink, who is getting old. She's very old. And, um, you know, that day could happen whenever. You never know. So that that was kind of a low, that realization today. I was like, man, you got to enjoy those little moments. So. Damn. Yeah, Tink, Tink is... Tink's, Damn. Tink was Tink's my first legend. residential dog, believe it or not. I'd never had a sleepover. When I started hanging out with the boys, Tink and I were always up pretty early. I would, I was the very bad uncle to Tink. I would always this go into peanut to, butter. I'd come out, I'd come out from like taking a shower <laughs> or something, and to Justin laughing and and Barry and Barry and Justin are throwing Tink like sticks of cheese. Because <laughs> to the audience out there, I've, I've never really had a significant uh, pet like that. So when I would come over to David's, it was like a field day. I'm just bad uncle, and. Think and I had a we have a great relationship. Yeah, she's a legend. So that's my low, not not a super low, but just a a mental low. Of course, I've got a I've got a sub low that might bring spirits back up. You know, my pain is everyone's enjoyment. It's a sub low, subcategory low. I'm gonna breeze right through it, and then I'm gonna get into my high. I got ghosted again. Okay, so the high. Mm. So, <laughs> so. I do have the Pfizer microchip in my bloodstream and that is a step towards freedom. And I, I would not say to you that I was ever resistant to getting the vaccine. However, I was in no rush because I felt yeah. my time would come where it was appropriate for me to go and get it. I felt like there were many other people that needed it before me. I've had no concerns. I live with a couple of... 20 year old guys like I have, I have no issues or, or reasons to be concerned and I didn't really know first off I want to talk about the experience itself because it's not like I walked into a CVS and had a nurse administer this vaccine to me no in true New York fashion I went to the Javits Center which is a massive convention center over in Chelsea and you walk in there is not a doctor nor medical personnel in sight. It actually is the military. So when you walk in, you are herded quite like a sheep with perfect navigation, both in guard rails and arrows on the ground. There's all sorts of very colorful imagery printed out in order to guide you. There is a woman on the loudspeaker that's barking out orders you can't really understand, but they're orders and it's sus. You go through checkpoint of checkpoint of, again, military people. I have to show them all this information. I finally get to another set of military people where then I am let into a room that is full of, I shit you not, hundreds of booths. Hundreds. This was a Vietnamese factory of vaccines. There were billions of needles at billions of tables housed by billions of soldiers who were guiding you to nurse practitioners for your vaccine. So after my like seventh checkpoint, I finally got there. I got the shot. It actually, I'm, you know, I'm not a needle guy. I didn't feel it at all. Same. And it was so weird. But then the anxiety set in of thinking of my friends who had bad experiences, especially with the second, this being the first and people telling me like, yeah, I felt like my arm got shot 
not by a needle, mind you, but by a Glock nine. And when I sat in the lobby, because you have to, there's like an there's like an observation area, just in case you get, you know, you go schizo and you start going Super Saiyan, and they got to pull you out. But as I'm waiting there, and there's like 25 people waiting there, and everyone's confused and spread apart, and you're in this massive center, then I see, <laughs> then I I see this guy walk across. He walks in front of this piano. And he starts to be like, is anyone feeling blah, blah, blah? He's just doing his routine. And he's like, if anyone wants to play piano while you wait, feel free. <laughs> no one fucking played the piano. Everybody wants to get the fuck out of you there. You should have jumped up there. <laughs> yeah, I did three blind mice. And then I did a Stevie Some Wonder Beethoven. hit. <laughs> and, and then I got out of there. But sitting on the subway on the way home, which, by the way, from that place is a very long trek for me. I was, I did feel... And this is before I got on the subway because I walked through the sun and it's finally warm here in New York. I was like, damn, like this is this the step towards all the fun things I have planned, like the keys, for instance. And then beyond that, like my friends getting married in October. There's a bachelor party in September. Like there's all these Congrats things. Like, to your friend. Shout out to my friend. And without doing this, I wouldn't be able to do those things. Like I would like the ability to just on like a random Saturday be like, yeah, I'll go to a Yankees game just because that's an activity. But you you actually can't do that here unless you have a negative test in hand or you're fully vaccinated. So it's like, dude, I'd like to really get past this. But the high back to the root is that this is the first step. There's only two. It's phase two next. Although I'm worried about phase two because I hear it like knocks you out, basically gives you the flu. And I'm not excited for it. Long-winded spew. I'll pass it off. Those are my highs. Boys, let's wrap up with these highs. Let's move into some final thoughts. And then let's talk about what we really came here to talk about in the first place. Boom, boom. Three highs for everyone. Uh, A record pot, potentially, for me. First, rapid fire. I shot the lowest round of golf I have in years uh, playing with our co-host today, DB the Nine God, Justin Ashby and Ethan Robertson. All will be featured on the OG series. Um... That felt awesome. Wasn't expecting it. We played our favorite course growing up, and it was just a great day. One of the best days on the golf course I've had in a while. Next, I've been doing a lot of this prep for the logistics with the trip, and I I pinch myself because, you know, for a year plus, I've been reading about these, you know, retail is dead, retail is never coming back, and I live in an area that is very lucky to be blessed. Yeah, not while I'm around. (laughs) But... (laughs) That's on life. Um, but to be blessed with what would be considered class, you know, triple A retail. And I was in a couple of these stores and I, I catch myself looking around being like, you know, with the pandemic raging, with, you know, inflation on the rise, with we're seeing not maybe the most attractive economic numbers, you look around and you say, wow, this retail is doing quite well. And it was a neat observation to get maybe a little deeper than just the headlines on a business journal or the Wall Street Journal and and just enjoy kind of being out there and, and seeing commerce commence. My last kind of third thing real quick is it really looks like my MSRE class is going to be fully placed. Um, it's something I've been tracking for a while and I think that's great given just how kind of turbulent the year was from a recruiting standpoint. So that was kind of my rapid fire, three highs. I paid attention and had more highs than lows this time. So DB, any thoughts? Are you feeling a little sketched out on your status calls? Overwhelmed by graduation? First date jitters? 
go the CBD route with AMA Healing. That's A-M-M-A Healing on AmaHealing.co. Salves, soft gels, and my personal favorite, hemp oil. I'm a lemon guy, don't forget. It's a natural way to ease your mind and here's the deal. Use code TTS at checkout or go directly through our website. Just go to the bottom of the homepage for 20% off your order. I use this stuff religiously. That's why I rep it. And let me tell you, it really quells the Sunday spookies. Fired up. Um, Yeah, so I would say I have two highs. Um, My first high would be that I contacted. So because probably no one knows. I was going to say because most people don't know. Because no one knows that's listening most likely. I'm going to be starting law school in Miami at the University of Miami in August. And so, um, you know, I've been trying to lock down. Yeah, throw it up, throw it up. I've been trying to lock you down an keep apartment. Going. We're just going to keep them up. Yeah. Please. I've been trying to lock down an apartment or a condo um, in Miami, and it's just been kind of difficult to do. Um, haven't had a lot of success. <laughs> no, you're good, dude. For for those not for those not watching, if it's this is I don't know what we do about videos, but we're throwing up the you. Yeah. yeah. Do you throw up the do you throw up the you? You need the all ten fingers, right? Yeah, you do. You do. Ten, ten toes down. Nah, ten toes ten down. But ten fingers up. I, yeah, I think a boogie too parallel. Um, but so I contacted the realtor, and he was basically just giving me good news, saying, "You know, we're gonna be good. Don't worry about it. We're gonna find you a good place." So we got that going. And I only shake my head. Audience, if you watch on YouTube, you might see me shaking my head there. And it's because I, it was like, what was a great quarterback? Give me a great quarterback running back duo, DB. Um, I'll give you a wild card. Kurt Warner and Marshall Falk. Perfect. I was Kurt Warner. And months ago, I handed my friend this realtor. And he said, no. No, I'm not calling you, man. Hands off. And you know, give me, give me a, uh, give me for you. Give me a good reference to this. Uh, a tax collector. Who's a good tax collector? Well, good... Oh, a- oh, AARP. You gotta go to. You gotta go to St. Matthew. No. Okay, so Barry's like St. Matthew, <laughs> tax collector, coming in here begging his credit, begging where credits due. No, oh, I see. But um, <laughs> but, um okay, so that was that was my one high, and my second high would be. Same as Barry's that the golf day as well as the, this weekend we had uh, we had some brews with yeah. Ethan and Scalamander and um, that's a person yeah yeah his yeah. name's Justice uh, Scalisi ah um, uh, yes okay 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 the Scalamander naturally and so yeah. we we were having brews and we had a bunch of IPAs and it made me realize I just can't drink alcohol anymore like I used to you know. Oh well, five, five beers, and I am just not the guy I was when I walked in. Right. Yeah, and, and well, temper your expectations, then, friend, because we are about to go to war. And allow me to lead us into this final thought, final segment. Um, final thought before we get into what we want to really get into here is: personally, my soul needs this trip. I need to <laughs> recharge more than you can imagine. And it's funny, I think people's idea of recharging is going to a resort sitting and watching waves crash personally mine is diminishing my body's resources in the way of through alcohol and and through crime so i i would i i would like to go to a place with my friends 
where I can do no wrong while simultaneously doing everything wrong. And I'm looking forward to that. But that's a, that's got to be like a Tupac line or something. I will tell you this <laughs> <laughs> because because of my situation, like I'm pretty primed to handle my adult beverages. I have been up here. It's it's been a common thread, and right. I'm I'm, uh, <laughs> I and, I'm and I'm and I'm ready to go. Okay, so let's talk about what we came here for. And I will introduce this segment now because of this unique opportunity that we have before us, which is having our dear, dear friend on to discuss our lives, our typical segments. But I want to talk about some storylines to watch that we will be monitoring in the keys. I'm going to give you a couple as a way that the audience can use as reference points, but these are things we've already discussed. <laughs> so I'm going to throw them out now because I already have covered now, them with do you. you wanna, how do you want to do this? Do you want to do one at a time round robin or your list, my list, DB's list? I, I think we should go a couple at a time. Okay. I think we should go a couple at a time. I'm going to go, I'm just going to give the three because these will be rapid fire because I've already told you these before. So you'll, you'll know these are coming. So the first one, I'm just not even going to say it. Like the, the first three I gave David and Barry when I was like, hey, I think we should do this segment. These are what I'm thinking just as a way of like thought starters. These are thought starters. We're basically doing a brainstorm. Thought-provoking so, questions. So what I want to know is what is what is the grand total of, of women in a group that Lee will spew to without any help because he's really bringing Jet Li fearless to a whole new meaning. Um, what obscure meats will Reed cook on a public grill? And of the dark liquors, which will Justin bring? A Glenfiddich? Perhaps a rum? We're unsure, but we imagine it probably will be scotch. Okay. Now, I'm going to pass it off to either of you. I have so many that I have I've a written thing to down. Ta- I want to tap in on that real quick. Okay, go so ahead I, on, brother. I think the first two with um, Delton, a.k.a. Lee, and the groups of women, as well as Bertolette and the number of meats he's going to cook on random grills, um, I think those are both things we can do over-unders on. Those those could be easy sport bets. Okay. Um, with Delton, I think you set the over-under at five, one a day. You get, there's gonna, I would set the over-under at one a day. Now, let me butt in because there are two meanings. This has a double meaning. I think that there are literally groups that he'll approach and i'm talking about like approaching a group of five women alone when he could use all of us for help i would not personally do that but he does because he's fearless he'll just approach and be like hey what's going on and yeah. everybody be like who's this one guy where are his friends we should go get his friends but he'll he doesn't need us because he just does he just does things or on the other hand, like, will it be individualized? You know, will he will he be sniping? I'm thinking. I was thinking totally group scenario. Yeah, I was thinking totally group scenario because okay. he's known for that. He, he's absolutely fearless when it comes to that. It's classic. Okay, I have my list. Are you guys ready? Mm. Go ahead. The amount of times Justin will reference Bitcoin. <laughs> now, it was already so much. Now. Context on this audience, we could be talking about mice, and Justin will bring in Bitcoin. So yes, I, I don't want to set the odds yet. We should set the odds after I get done with the list because maybe you guys can ponder what I, what it would. I don't even know how to really quantify that, but 
Number two is the pace of Rudd walks as the day progresses. <laughs> so, audience out there, Reed Burlett has an ability to speed walk with his full body. And it's not like something out of the Olympics. It's something like like uh, the Yeti met a Sasquatch and is just roaming the streets. Yeah, it's. I think it could be described as a saunter. He's just he's just constantly sauntering. It's right. A whole side of his body moves at once. It's like it jumps. His right side jumps to a spot. His left side jumps to a spot. But it happens in a motion that looks like walking. Now number three. Now think of everyone wants everyone think of a color pastel type of like shading and i want to pick the shade delton sunburn will be after day two. Oh. <laughs> yeah, i'll be damned if lee puts on sunscreen <laughs> now number four number four there are five days the most disciplined one here for the gym is david and i'm trying to pick a number on how many workouts david will get in because I know he's going to keep his streak going. So that is definitely a number to watch for. Now, I want to call Capricornius because I will be joining our friend David in said gym getting my licks in because the people have been sleeping on this body, and I will show you what the benefits of the Skeeto way will do for you. I will come there. I will Shout be ready Skeeto. to rumble, and I will be lifting weights even if I can't, even if I'm dead. If I wake up dead, literally my body and spirit have separated, You're I will sweet. get a lick in. Your soul will lift. I got two more. Number of group henna tats. That was one of mine. <laughs> so I'm 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 pondering I'm pondering which henna I'd like to get because I'm po- I'm po- mom don't listen to this part dad don't listen to this part I'm pondering perhaps maybe at some point in my life mom mute this part dad mute this part at some point in my life maybe mom seriously turn it off. I might get a tattoo one day. So I might want to try a particular one at a particular the, location. No, the, the best thing you can do with that is if you're actually considering is do the exact opposite of what you think you'd want to do. So get so get like a calf barbed wire tattoo or henna. Now, how long do they last? Final, do we know? Like three days. weeks. I do know. No, it's weeks. Like three weeks? Weeks? Yeah. So, Dude, so that's a perfect example. Yes. We're all just throw out like like just nothing and david who in this case knows exactly three weeks and i'm like because, damn i look like an idiot <laughs> because i had that coexist henna across my chest yeah from when we went last time and i scrubbed so hard when i got home and i swear well we we were in the keys for what must have been half a month that time <laughs> and i remember it took me at least a week to get that thing off so my last one is a lot of times you kind of think of it as a Rubik's Cube. Think of it as just drawing straws, but the old sleeping arrangement puzzle that's going to occur. We're all thinking it. We're all thinking it because there mm-hmm. are, I've done the inventory. There are two king beds. There is a couch, and there is hopefully a cot of some sort. Yes, and it's gonna get a little a little dicey down there. So when it comes to problems like these, I never know what the best way to solve it is because there is a way. There is a way where you could go like this and be like, "All right, Delton is probably definitely putting the most money up front with bringing his boat, the slip, and all that. So he should have pick of the draw." And then you go down that slope like, "Okay, this person bought the most of this. This person did the most of this for the trip." Blah blah blah. You could go that route. And that's a fair route to go. 
or you could do more of the eeny, meeny, miny, mo, draw the straws. Or there's an alternative option in which you do like things that match. It's so, like this person and this person should have this bed because of this arrangement, mm. yada, yada. Personally, I think because in the past, as a man who's been who's been just thwarted, slighted on sleeping arrangements, I know that the size of the man has nothing to do with the size of the bed, and that's fair. That's fine. I have my that's my cross to bear. I'm a larger man, but I took my cross to bear. I think there's an opportunity for us to perhaps compete for our arrangements mm. as well. I'm in. I'm in. Yes. I don't know how. But and I and I also think it's a little treacherous as well because obviously endurance will be the name of the game as we move through the week. So a competition that incorporates drinking in some capacity will undoubtedly start us off on the wrong foot. So I don't know. I don't know. That that is that is one of the issues. Though. That's a that's a that's a good one. That's a good thing. Now I do like the package deal thing. Like you know this guy, this guy kind of because it, because some some for instance. Some guys will, I know we'll be having late nights. Some guys are going to come back and just plop in that bed. Some guys are going to say, hey, I'm going to take a shower before I get in the sheets. Mm, So, mine got it. Just that's that's one of those things where it's like, all right, if there are two guys that think that way versus two guys that think that way, that's another factor. So, Mm -hmm. that's true. This is true. This is true. Okay, how do you want to do this? David, so, I could go, you could go. Go I'll, ahead. I'll throw some in. Something we've left out of this entire conversation, not to be confused with guac and chips, my boy Queso. Cheese. Yes. A Keys Lord is so, going to be there. Yep, one step and, ahead um, and so I want to know how much time we're going to get with cheese. We're going to be blessed with cheese's presence is a better way of putting it. Well, there's the sad reality with the cheese that he's going to have to take off work. And Justin we te- we Justin texted him yesterday after Delton and I kind of found tried to pinpoint some time with him, but yeah, I agree. That's going to be a million dollar and question. Kind of segues into my next one, which is there's going to be a threshold that's going to have to be met whether it'll be on the left side or the right side of this. Is the drinking versus fishing. Because in this corner, we have Delton Lee Gunn, who I know would most likely like to fish four out of the five days, probably. In this corner, we have Graham Rhodes only, <laughs> who I know would most likely like to drink four out of the five days. And then in between those corners, in the middle of the mat, you have everyone else who's just kind of <laughs> going to be like, well, I want to drink. Fishing sounds fun. Let's see where this goes. So I'm interested Very to see what true. the threshold is on that and that how many be- days we fish beautiful. versus drink. That was beautiful. Now, I will say that in the drinking corner, I know I have a recruit in Reed Burlett. I know that my man's, and we've proven this time and time again, that in situations like these, no matter the training, no matter the dedication, no matter the precursors, we will be out there on missions to conquer this side of the spectrum. And if I can move the needle, I can move the needle. But, you know, I'm also in a, in a way, I'm also going to want to be copacetic as well. Coexist. Right. 
the henna it's tattoo. That's what Key West is all about, man. And after seeing these reels, honestly, I I might want to pull up on a Bonita too if I have if I've on got baby. the gat on baby on baby. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and I think you know either way, I I lay on the side of fishing sounds dope, but I also don't want to miss a day of activity in terms of drinking. So like. I, I could go either way on that. So I think we'll get it, we'll get it all in, obviously. And then so another one I have is um to continue on this drinking train as gross as it sounds. Um the first who's gonna be the first one up versus who's gonna be the first one to drink. And <laughs> and I, I I would like to bet that regardless of who's the first one up, Rudd is the first one to drink. <laughs> Dude, because and and uh, Reed down there gets after it, and this is this is the case with even whether it was a game day weekend, whether it was a trip. It's just a med school sort. mentality, man. He'll come around with with a with. He's just ready to give a haircut at eight thirty a.m. If you know what I mean. Yeah, and his, his rationale is also is always like, you feel this way, man. Like, there's only one way to stop it. You know, there's only one way to get rid of that hangover, and he just ha- has <laughs> has a, a handle on like, it's not, it's that's actually not what it is, dude. Like, it's not gonna make me better, but he just <laughs> doesn't. Get, to him, it does. It actually yeah. works. It's yeah. perfect. He's that's a mind over matter guy. <laughs> Am so, I up to bat? Yeah, those those are those are mine for now. Okay, here are mine, and then we'll close out this wondrous episode, and then. When we're down there, we are going to do – first off, it'll be the first time seeing you guys. So, like, outside of us making content, like, you're my friends and I'm excited to see you. Exactly. But uh, Barry and I haven't done an in-person episode since January. Right? right. That's the last time? Uh, it was Delton's birthday, so December 23rd. Oh, my gosh, dude. It's crazy. Okay. Yeah. So, there's the obvious group chemistry, Right. We're all best friends. We come together. The full roster is its own thing. Now, what I'm curious of are the dynamic duos or subgroup cultures that Mm -hmm. form outside of the group, outside of the full roster. And I'm interested to pick your guys' brain on some sleeper picks for individuals who join forces. Because we know, we know that that Reed and I will be together in many times. We know that Barry and I will be in times. We know that I will want to be with David at some times so that we can just say random shit. You know, that there's Mm -hmm. there's all these subplots, right? What in your eyes are some sleepers of people that would be like, that's crazy that they were hanging out as much as they were. So I think, um, not to interrupt Barry, because I know you had something primed there, but I, I've got two, and I don't want to steal these away, but Brulette and Delton, one that no one saw coming. <laughs> I see some mischief coming out of those two. <laughs> some, some trickery, some planning, some plotting. Some plotting. I, I see... I see us, you know, I see myself waking up at like maybe 6 a.m. one day and those two are on the balcony talking and they haven't slept yet. So I could see that. That's my go-to. I've got one more, but I'll let Barry go first. Justin and Graham. Oh, Ooh, yes. yes. And, and let me add let me add a little flavor. Let me add some spices and flavors on that. So I've noticed that Jane Ash is someone who can always back a guy up. And a lot of times, Graham, I think you operate really well with with a duo. And Justin always likes to take maybe a backseat approach, you know, maybe say less, do more. And I've always picked up on the dynamics. Junior. 
especially especially in social situations, whether it's at restaurants or bars and where there are a lot of those in the Keys, I think Justin really buddies up and, uh, and, and takes a liking to, to grandma's ways. And I want to go down with a certain mentality too, and I, uh, I like that. I like having a little shack in Kobe. I need somebody to throw me some lobs, but enough. also to play some D, three and D. Okay, my other thing. Wait, DB, you got one more. You got one more duo. Oh, it was um, it was actually Burlett and Justin. (laughs) Now that that one that one, I would be very interested to see because that's not one you expect, dude. That's basically that's basically Peyton Pritchard and Taco Fall. Maybe a Carson (laughs) Edwards and Taco Fall. Those guys aren't afraid to just go to the front of the boat and fish solo. Like they're not afraid to do that themselves. Whereas I like to hang back in the toward the the stern if you will and with the with the crew with the liveliness but justin and, and reed have no issues just throwing lines up on the top and just saying bye-bye <laughs> and just enjoying the waves mm-hmm. just staring staring together exchanging maybe a, a handful of words but the words that they exchange are impactful and powerful 45 okay. minutes pass you guys got anything no bites <laughs> <laughs> drop drops line about ether and bitcoin and then the rest is history okay so we are going down on a very advantageous week for us because it leads into memorial day however that being said the bulk of humanity will be working from tuesday to friday so we imagine that there will be people that trickle in over the weekend, Friday, Saturday, us departing on Sunday before Memorial Day begins. So what I'm interested in seeing is mm-hmm. what is the demographic going to be like in the Keys? Is it going to be like young people that are over from Miami? Is it going to be old people that are just Keys residents? Will it be the scary Florida man? I don't, I don't really know like what type of yeah. person is going to be down there Is it going to be spring all. breakers? That type yeah. of crew? You Who knows? I don't know. That's a good question. I would I would tend to want to take any over on any age. I think it's going to skew a little older this time. It's not a spring break crowd. IMO. Now, I might be wrong. I hope I am wrong. But I think it's going to be like adults down there. That's what we want, though. We want wisdom. Yeah, that's what we're there for. We're there to learn. We're there to learn. I think it's going to be a lot of people who tow their boats in the back of their car. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a lot of that. It's a lot of tow culture. <laughs> <laughs> hold the feet my other I'm gonna keep moving my way down the list so who will need the most sleep who will be the biggest napper because we know again as we referenced endurance is key and there will be adult beverages deleted so who will need the pick me up well and who, who who will fade I'm gonna I, I'm gonna take a vote that it's probably my vote is probably Barry <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'll say I'll counter with it's not going to be just with naps it'll just have to be more sleeping Celsius. in oh <laughs> yeah yeah yep now here's the other more. piece of the puzzle so the boys are taking a vessel from Tampa to the Keys I don't remember how long a trip it is. Can you remind me how long the trip is, the voyage, the expedition down from dock to dock? 48 hours. If we go straight, it's seven hours. (laughs) Okay, okay. And remind me also that 
this isn't a remind me, this is a reminisce with me. But when we did this in Keys Volume 2, the way down was treacherous. There were moments where I felt like I was going to Vietnam in a chopper and looking beside me, my brothers in arms, knowing that I might this might be my last moment on earth. So I have to be as crazy as possible. And all that to be said, because Barry, you're about to start your career. The rest of the boys are still students in higher education. So I am completely ditching all voyage. I, I'm flying. I'm doing like a this extremely quick flight. I'm choosing the route of luxury. And what I'm curious of is when you guys come, because I will be there. I will land at 9 a.m. And I will, I will greet you. I'll have arms wide open in the keys already there. What I'm curious of is what are the looks on your guys' faces when you step off the boat? Is it of joy or is it of relief? I can only relate to volume two trip. You come out through the Florida Bay. It's normally a little hazy, a little overcast. And you hit the islands, and it is an oasis that we've been waiting for for three months. And at that point, you go down into the hall, you go down into the coolers, and everyone grabs a seltzer, and it's a celebration, regardless of the trip. So it could be hurricane force winds. When you make it down to that blue lagoon, all bets are off. And I I think I'm going to take that as well. I agree with that. I think the greater question is what we arrive playing. Because the music's gonna be loud when we pull up, and there's oh, a, I hope, dude, that's either, gonna be an, that's another one I said, bro. Is the, no, I got more, brother. Our DJ, our DJ Dave, the Nine Gods back on the mic, the Ox. He's it's saving the Ox. Oh, I've got a good playlist. I've got a couple playlists registered right. for this, and um, you know, there's probably gonna be a good amount of little baby. I think there's a chance we pull up to some little baby. There's a chance we pull up to J Cole. Do not sleep on the house music. Please don't. Now I'm going to lead into this, and I, I had a lot house. of thoughts about this one to the because house. I I wondered in my mind um, about even saying this because upon reflection of like who will be on the ox and how like it's such a coveted position, I was like, damn, you know, honestly, like we kind of just need Dave to be the primary yeah. DJ, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and how like inevitably one of us will be intoxicated and be like, you have to play this song and that'll happen. That's inevitable. But having you be an all time QB is a critical element of the trip for sure. Yeah. Okay. It'll happen. Who, who will inevitably word of the day get horrifically seasick at least one of the days. Justin, yeah, right, I Jeff. feel like it would be Justin too, and it's un- it's unfortunate. I don't want it to happen, but I think I, I think there's a good chance we all do. Minus Lee, and Maybe Reed. Knocked, I just knocked on wood. I just knocked. I on think wood. Lee, yeah, I, those two yeah. boys are good. They they fly He's, planes and they drive boats. They're good. Yeah, they got they got lead bellies. They got lead bellies. <laughs> all right, here's my last one, and then we can open this up one final time before we close this episode out. And it's directed here at my co-host. Will Barry have to take a work-related call at some point during the day? Related. Will will you have moments where you need to like really compose yourself, step outside, 
And yeah. the the thing is that the crazy thing is there there might be a scenario, and I don't by any means want to put this in your head, but now that we're here, that we're out on the water. Yeah. And and like what do we do? Do yeah. we do we <laughs> yeah. do we do we board up? Do we all just sit and we we and, and cowardly shake while you have to answer this call? I hope you don't have to. Yeah, so I am packing I am packing uh Microsoft Teams worthy attire, just in case. Uh, I am ready. I am bracing myself for that, and my fingers are crossed that it comes when I'm on the land and maybe not on the seas. Hopefully, at like 7 p.m. after a day of drinking. <laughs> yeah, because then you're going to be at your best. Yeah, I'm. I'm curious how my days will be structured. I know Friday, like there is something penciled in for Reed. I, as of right now, I don't have anything, but as you guys both know, that is destined to change. Probably let me just fate. I got a call or two, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. That's all mine. I feel like we covered a lot of great ones. Are there any remaining ones before we close this out? Um, Pondering, thinking. Matt, Jeopardy music right here. Dun, dun. I'll, I'll do the, you know, it's a classic DB, but we got them on here, but the wardrobe changes. So whether it's like too <laughs> poor, so he averages, you know, the first thing he puts on will not be, never makes it out. That's the rule. First outfit so, never makes it out. Given that we're limited in how much we can technically bring. I'm curious to see how many rounds of ammo he can uh, afford to lose. Yeah, sure. Well, you know, just because the first one doesn't make it out, doesn't mean it won't be used at some point. That's right. all I have to add to that. But, um, yeah, I would, Whatever the odds are on that, I'd take the over. And then I, I'm my last thing is, you know, keys one and keys two. It was really mojitos stole the show, and I'm curious what volume three will be. Whether it is again another mojito trip, or does it dip into something a little extra? So on the topic of individual drinks, um, I would like to, I would like to see what the odds are on Justin drinking a dark liquor on ice before five o'clock <laughs> in the hot so sun gross. <laughs> in the so i don't i don't think of guys, summer you guys aren't, aren't going to wreck it like he is columbia from head to toe now like he has pfg gear <laughs> and he's up. gonna be sipping glen fittage on a boat <laughs> <laughs> which is which I'm is like thinking about should it. be a war that should be a war crime like you should not be allowed to do that in international yeah. where's waters the, where's the un when you need them <laughs> yeah they're they're out there i mean we've got our legal team out there in full force yeah all right well hey that's all i got I, I'm, I'm down to to click the stop button and to ride out to the, into the sun man i think the next one will be great i mean we'll be there we'll be in person we'll, we'll, we'll be, able to be riding out into the sun literally and figuratively Okay, boys and girls, appreciate you. We'll talk soon. Bye, From the keys. Health and wealth. <laughs>